Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Hi everyone, welcome back to The One Up Project. We've got Angus here, who is a part, well, not a part, you are the founder of Arepa, which is a lot more than a drinks brand. And I'm going to let you explain that because I'm really excited to hear all about it and what it's all about. So hi, Angus. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much, Sarah. Um, thanks for having me on. So do you want to maybe tell us a bit about the brand, um, the products, because I know that there's more than just a drink and the meaning behind it all. Yeah, cool. So um, so well done on the pronunciation. And yeah, so um Arepa is a, a brain food technology company. We're, we're New Zealand's first uh, food tech company that focuses on uh, specifically brain food. And, and so how it all began for, for me um, was that uh, straight after uni, my first job was selling energy drinks. And um, although the company was exciting and it was really successful, it didn't really quite uh, agree with me. And I remember selling a whole bunch into a corner store one day and then watching a little girl walk out with a, a big can of the stuff and it really just didn't quite agree with me and you know I kind of started to realize that essentially I was selling caffeine and, and sugar to the masses um, and uh, just before that time um, I had lost a, a friend to, to mental health and then um, over the, the coming years I um, while I was uh, at uni and then um, working for this energy drink company, I lost two grandparents to, to cognitive-related illnesses. And so um, it kind of watching this girl walk out with this big can of the stuff, it just dawned on me that, you know, like, am I doing any good here? And, you know, what's my purpose? And I started to think, you know, why can't we develop, you know, a drink that's good for your brain and why can't it be healthy and good for you and, and support your mm. mental health and your, your mental well-being and, um, you know, and, and what does the, the, the perfect, you know, brain drink look like? And so I guess that started me on a bit of a journey and, and I was fortunate enough to, um, uh, my next job after that was to, um, I, I, I landed a job working for the New Zealand government and food technology uh, at a $30 million modular food factory called the Food Bowl. Um, and I came across it as a client. I was one of the very first ever clients and I kind of knocked on the front door um, uh, one day I, I took some annual leave off working for this energy drink company and, um, and knocked on the front door of this, uh, incubator factory and said, Hey, you know, my name's Angus. I want to do a brain drink, you know, can you help? And they said, well, yeah, we've literally, um, just been commissioned by, um, Stephen Joyce and, uh, we're, you know, we're, who was the economic, um, minister at the time under John Key. And, um, and they said, yeah, sure. Come in. And so, I was, I think, client number four, and um, we made this, uh, at the time, it was like a blueberry drink mixed with this New Zealand pine bark, and it turned into jelly after we'd processed it, and it tasted horrible, um, and it was, a, it was a, you know, a very steep learning curve exercise, but um, I heard from, you know, putting myself out there and, and testing it, um, I saw that a job was going as business development manager, and so... Um, I kind of put my hand up and right time, right place, I, I landed this role working for the New Zealand government and food technology. And we we helped uh, companies from, you know, small startups right the way through to, you know, Fonterra size, large multinationals develop new concepts for the, the local and, and export markets. And 
um, I was really lucky to, to be a part of that and I worked there for over six years and um, learned a lot and kind of cut my teeth very quickly on on food technology and, and what it takes to create a successful brand and um, we were lucky where the, the staff there were, were also allowed to develop their own ideas um, in the background because oh, it gave cool. it gave us um, a real world experience on on what it was like to be a startup so that we had that empathy and that understanding of what the need states were for startups because we were very good at working with multinationals but with startups they needed a lot more and it took a lot more time for us versus return um, on projects and stuff and so um, so a lot of the you know the food technologists and process engineers that worked in the factory you know they were making craft beers and um, yolk and you know dairy-free yogurts and stuff and I guess my craft beer was this brain drink idea that I chipped away on um, and so the the and so where it kind of uh, took a turn and and we and it and it got serious was um, uh, you know I was kind of putting a few ingredients together and doing some desktop research but um, the moment came for me where we I managed to get in front of a um, a world renowned neuroscientist uh, who heads up the the center for for human psychopharmacology at Swinburne University in Melbourne. And, um, and I managed to convince him um, and we paid him uh, quite a bit of money to develop a formula for us. And, and I kind of, you know, called him up and said, hey, this is Angus from New Zealand and, um, <clears throat> and I'd like to do a brain drink. And, you know, initially he was like, who, from where? You know, this guy was used <laughs> to doing clinical mm-hmm. research for the likes of Unilever and Red Bull and GlaxoSmithKline and Nestle. And, um, and, and after, you know, politely hustling him for – uh, three months, <clears throat> we managed to um, to get a project over the line with him where he developed a formula for us and we gave him the brief and we said, you know, we wanted to create a, a, a drink that could increase brain function, um, you know, like an energy drink, but it didn't contain caffeine. And then on the other side, we actually wanted to reduce your stress because caffeine, um, although it makes you <clears throat> alert, it exasperates your stress and People still think that this is the, the number one product for peak performance and they, they tend to take caffeine, coffee, energy drinks, you know, before an exam or a speech or an important moment, but it actually exasperates their stress and, and does nothing for their their true mental performance. Um, it just makes you um, stay awake and um, react faster, which doesn't necessarily mean you get better grades. Um, and so... We wanted it to reduce their stress and then on top of all of that along with you know world-class science being natural um, we wanted to at least source one ingredient from New Zealand so that if we were to scale this and, and take this to the world we had something unique uh, to New Zealand that we could represent on the world stage and so um, that's where the, the formula origins began and, and we, um, we managed to yeah, commission him to develop this formula and he did one step better. He did two, which was two key ingredients. Um, uh, and one is a New Zealand pine bark extract, which is a, a natural alternative to Ritalin for ADD children. And it happens to be the, the byproduct of the, the timber industry. It's the, the bark of, of trees. Um, and then the other is a New Zealand blackcurrant. New Zealand blackcurrants have got some of the highest levels of antioxidants and vitamin C compared to any berry grown commercially on this planet and what's more interesting is that this particular neuroberry variety that we have 
is um has got some properties similar to anti-depression and anti-Parkinson's medication. And so we're doing we're looking to do more research in, in this field um soon. So we developed a, a drink which is the our I guess our 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 hero product. And you know, this is really aimed to be a um an alternative to an energy drink or a kombucha or a coffee. And it's got over 180 black currants in every bottle. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really, it's a powerhouse full of, uh, you know, plant-based polyphenols that help to keep you calm and, and help you to think clear under moments of pressure and stress. And so we really offer it as a, as a drink to help people enable, to help enable mental clarity um, for key moments in people's lives. And so that's really the purpose. Um, and then further to that, we've developed um, additional products using the same formula, um, a superfood powder and capsules um, that uh, has the same formula and people can fact that into their daily lives, you know, smoothies or cereals or taking capsules on the go. And so it's turned us from a drink company into a, a kind of a brain food platform. Um, and, and our goal and, and looking at the, the, the global trends <clears throat> um, uh, one in six humans worldwide are affected by neurological disorders and um, a lot of these are really only addressed through medication um, like pharmaceutical medication and um, we know that you know the right diet and the right exercise can help contribute towards better you know cognitive function and mental health and and we aim to promote you know exercise and and diet through you know, nutrient-rich brain food, and um, and our goal is to um, feed the brain in the modern world and and create a, a positive impact for people so that they can you know they can perform better and and live longer. Wow, that is an amazing story, and even just the your motivations behind it all are, are really really great. And ingredients that are going into this, well, not only the drink but all of your products are absolutely amazing. I feel like I've never heard about any of that ever before um and I think it's also really good that it's an alternative and uh, not only an alternative but it's a lot more than an energy drink or um a caffeine or coffee or something like that and I personally have never I don't drink coffee and I don't have energy drinks because I just don't like either of them but when I tried your drink I did like it so it's interesting that I've never been into anything like that like caffeine or or whatever it is um yeah and we think that you know the world is over caffeinated and and a lot of people do like coffee um and they like the you know the 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 taste and the experience that coffee brings and so we're never really going to replace coffee um Mm. but we wanted to create something that kind of came from the other side that could calm you down and and provide clarity without needing to stimulate you so we don't actually contain any stimulants we're just um two very powerful new zealand polyphenols which are the you know the antioxidants found in fruits and vegetables that help to increase blood flow and oxygen into the brain and it's essentially like giving your car racing engine fuel which just oxygenates it and, and makes it perform a lot better so we want to come from that other side and 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 create mm. some um, you know, another another space that people can can go to for for that peak performance moment. Mm, yeah, definitely. And 
I feel like I really enjoy the story as well because you've started this business based on passion, but were you always someone that knew you wanted to own your own business or did this sort of come more from the passion you had behind what you were doing first? Yeah, no, good question. Um, I think it has spawned from uh, this passion to create something. Um, I, yeah, I didn't really, I started off doing civil engineering at university, finished up with finance and accounting um, but when I left, um, I went straight into the world of fast-moving consumer goods, and I, I think I became quite passionate um, between the mix of marketing and um, and business, and you know, creating brands and 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 mm. you know, selling to consumers. And also, what fascinated me more was probably the the research and development behind the products. And um, but I was I wasn't an expert in either. I wasn't a marketer and I wasn't a, a food scientist. And so um, I think I, I I I think it really was meant to be when I landed the role working for the Food Bowl New Zealand Food Innovation, helping to um, helping companies develop these new food and beverage products. Um, and then from there, I just chipped away on this idea until it became a reality. And then. When, when we started to, when we first launched, we um, seeded into farrows and huckleberries and just started small and what we call at the top of the pyramid. And um, and then from there, we started to see that people were buying it and they were really feeling the benefit. And that was kind of like our, you know, holy shit moment, like this is actually working. Um, and obviously it helped when we had a neuroscientist on board uh, that had helped us develop the right efficacy behind our formulation. And we spent a lot of time and money um, before we even launched to um, get the formulation right and then actually clinically test it. And we did that research at the University of Auckland. So, um, mm. and I guess that that differentiates us from a lot of other products out there is that instead of just throwing something together and then starting to sell it and market it, we um, started with the, the scientist and then we put it through clinical research and then we did um, our own consumer research to check and see if, if people could actually feel the benefit. And what we found through our research was that the more stressed, the more anxious, the more nervous, the more they had a, a cognitive concern, whether it was a concussion or mental fatigue or um, you know ADD, uh, the bigger these consumers could feel the effect. And so we were like, oh, oh my God, like this is genuinely working and it's working for the people that need it the most. So um, yeah, that kind of just kept me going on this on this process. And yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. Obviously running a startup is, um, in a small company is a lot more stressful, but luckily I've, I've got a, um, a brain drink to, to keep me calm and thinking clear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, 100%. It's really cool how so much research has gone into this brand. But when you did start it, were you confident in that or did you have any limiting beliefs before launch? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it was like a we were placing a bet in a way, but I guess I was de-risking that bet where I had done a lot of desktop, you know, Google research on, you know, ingredients that had published science behind them and I guess I just started geeking out like um before um before this I was um I like I DJed on the side um at university and so I got really good at you know finding new music and using Google to download new music and I kind of translated that skill into 
you know, doing research on Google on, um, you know, ingredients, natural ingredients that could truly improve, you know, cognitive function and, and mental health. And, and so I just started geeking out on um, natural ingredients and, and found some, some ones that worked. And then I just bought samples and tested them on myself and I was you know, testing them on friends. And, and we found that, you know, this New Zealand blackcurrant extract was really working and this pine bark extract definitely worked. Um, and we have a, a third ingredient um, uh, that I haven't mentioned actually called L-theanine and it's a amino acid that's found in green tea. And it's a very popular uh, calming, relaxing um, agent and, and it's also proven to counter the, the jitters that you get from caffeine. And, um, and so I was, I was testing some of these ingredients already and then when we went to this neuroscientist, you know, he said, I can develop this formula, but you know, it's going to cost, um, you know, you X amount of dollars. Um, and so, yeah, we, we spent, you know, tens of thousands of dollars with this neuroscientist, which was probably the biggest bet um, for him mm. to develop the formula. And then he said, yep, this formula has got enough um, uh, scientific proof behind it that um, I believe it should work and it should work in the way that you are wanting, you know, your perfect smart drink to perform, which was, you know, increase cognitive function, reduce stress and uh, support neurological health in the long term. And so we kind of, we walked away with that formula, which was like a 40 page report. And then we put these plant extracts, you know, into a, um, into a glass of water and then drank it and almost spat it out straight away. It tasted so horrible. Um, but we got this like quite powerful kick from it. And so it was like, holy moly, you know, it works. And the reason why, you know, energy drinks and coffee are so successful is because you can actually feel the effects. And, um, and so we, we, I kind of felt as though I was onto something when, you know, I was feeling it and my friends were feeling it. And so we just had to go, you know, back to the drawing board and, um, well, not to the drawing board, but like take what we had and then, okay, let's, yeah. how, how can we make it taste better? And so we, um, and so th I guess that's where I was lucky, where I was working already in food technology. And, um, and so we worked with clever natural um, flavor technologists and we created natural flavors um, that could mask the bitterness and astringency of our extracts. Um, so that uh, the consumer could provide a, we could provide to the consumer a um, a pleasant taste because taste is still king when it comes to product development. If it doesn't taste great, then no one's going to buy it. Um, and uh, and then also deliver the efficacy of our ingredients that we were putting in. Like when people put in, you know, these superfood ingredients, they don't really often put in the right amount to to really truly get a health benefit. They often just sprinkle it in the end, and that's why you see it as the last ingredient listed on the back. Um, whereas we were putting in, you know, you know, um, hundreds to close to you know thousands of milligrams of of these um, bioactives, and you know, people who had a cognitive uh, concern were were really getting their asses kicked in a good way. <laughs> Um, yeah. so, so that, that, that helped drive me and, and give me the confidence to go, okay, I think this is worth it. Let's, let's look to do a capital raise and let's look to, you know, do some more clinical research so that we can, you know, put our hands on, on our hearts and say, this is clinically proven. Um, and then let's, you know, uh, use some of that funding to patent it and, um, and launch it into the New Zealand market and a plan to, to launch it into the global market. This is 
all incredible stuff. And I suppose it's something that when you were younger, you didn't think that you would ever do. And so do you think that it is important for young people to understand what they're wanting to do in life? Because I suppose this, the idea of creating Arepa wasn't really in your maybe line of sight when you were going through uni. No, to be honest, I um, I thought I was either going to work at a bank or become a professional DJ <laughs> at university. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, my parents are certainly happy that uh, it definitely wasn't the latter. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it's it's kind of you know it's finding what you enjoy and 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 seeing what the the best commercial. Um, aspect of what you enjoy is and then diving in into that because I think people you know oh you know I really like to you know um go for walks but you know you're not gonna you're not gonna own your own home if you just like going for walks do you know what I mean so um it's it's finding a a mix of what you're interested in and what you find challenging and exciting and and how you can translate that into a career and for me um, it took me a while to, to realize that um, it was, you know, it was the world of um, FMCG and more specifically, it was the world of, of food and beverage that excited me. And, and the space that I really liked to be in was the, the product development and kind of that marketing and sales of, um, of new products. And um, yeah, it took me a while to, to find that. Um, and I, I guess I'm lucky with the experience that I've had that I've been able to, to find that 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 kind of core um reason for why i think i'm I'm on this planet um but yeah i mean a lot of people aren't as lucky i suppose and and it takes them a lot longer to to realize that so you know it's you know there is a aspect of finding what you're passionate about but there also is an aspect of um being realistic in terms of does this passion translate into you making money or being you know successful And, and money doesn't necessarily um, mean success and mean happiness, but it's certainly um, one way to to get ahead in life so that you can enjoy the, the finer pleasures. Mm, yeah, couldn't agree more. And it it sounds like what you're doing now com- is a perfect combination of all of those interests and the skills that you had originally. Does I suppose going through your business journey now, do you have personal development as a part of that and try to challenge what you already know? Yeah, I um, yeah certainly it's. It's not on the forefront of my mind as in like I need to – well, I suppose it is actually. It's really like what do I need to know or what do I need to get better at um, in order for my company to be successful? And and as a – now like I have, you know, employees and um, and I should also say that I, I'm, a, I'm a co-founder so um, this was my idea but I to, – to bring this idea to life I worked with a – a friend of mine who um, was at uh, Wellington with me at university, and he's a very talented industrial designer. And um, his name is Zachary Robinson, and he uh, has designed, you know, things like bullet trains, um, business class uh, airline, you know, internal for business class airlines, um, you know, drones that can pick up shipping containers, you know, basically flying cars, wow. um, and yeah. everything in between, and. And so um, I worked with, I had these crazy ideas and he helped translate them into, you know, beautiful packaging, um, beautiful branding and a beautiful, you know, web experience and, and, and place 
uh, product development through the design focused lens. So, um, so him and I are kind of like yin and yang, and, and we work really well together. And he's now, you know, he's now finished with his um, his day job, and he's now kind of you know full time with us as well, which is really exciting. And then I also we also have um, uh, a team of, um, of 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 employees that that we that we work with. Um, that, that work with within the team, and so um, so now I have to think. You know, not only do I have to improve myself f- from my perspective, but I also have to improve myself from a leadership perspective. So, um, yeah, I mean, listening to um, different podcasts, you know, subscribing to different you know email um, chains around you know business and and startups, and then also just um, speak with other people in my industry that I look up to and and then just kind of, you know, act like a sponge and learn as much as I can off them and, and how they operate and what they do and and you know share with them the problems that I have and, and, and see how how you know how they would solve them. And so yeah, I guess I guess it is um it's not necessarily me going, I think I need to go to this course. It's probably me like, you know, what are the little things that I can do every day um to improve my knowledge and my ability to, to lead lead a company, and so <clears throat> I'm definitely not perfect, and I'm definitely um, <laughs> no expert CEO. But yeah, every day we're, we're learning and getting better, and um, yeah, hoping that uh, you know this this ship that we're sailing is enjoyable um, not only for me but for the team that that's in it. Mm, yeah, definitely. And I think sometimes it is just those little things or those things you do every day that make the biggest difference. Um, and linking to, I guess, because Arepa is um, surrounding mental clarity, what are some mental challenges that you've faced through the creation of the brand? And I suppose right now might be might um, be one of those. And how did you overcome that? Yeah, so um, so overnight when when COVID hit and the lockdown um, became effective, we we lost all of our cafe customers, um, and we were literally just about to onboard um australia <laughs> and um wow. and so so we, we we lost a lot of revenue overnight and, and it took a pretty big hit but um what we did see is that uh because our new zealand black current has got this inherent antiviral immune boosting activity and it's also one of the richest sources of vitamin c out of any plant grown you know commercially anywhere in the world um, we saw this like rapid spike in our online sales, so we it was kind of like, well, you know, let's let's make hay where the sun is shining, and for us it was online, and so um, the mental challenge has been like, you know, really get more granular and more focused on uh, our business online, and let's look at how we can grow that business online, and and what can we do to be you know the best in class and provide the best experience to our to our customers and um, and you know grow our email database and and provide um, you know rich content to to the people who subscribe to us and so yeah we've 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 spent a lot of time and um, thank God for the internet and thank God for Zoom because um, you know we yeah. would be buggered otherwise but um, yeah we have. Uh, a stand-up, you know, face-to-face call every morning, and we kind of go through what we're working on, and then we have, you know, the second half of the meeting is just, just guys, just the, the whole team, just you know, throwing up ideas on, you know, in this new world, like what could we do, and and how can we pivot, and um, and I think from that we've been able to move quite quickly on on new 
um, uh, actionable plans, and and that's resulted in mm. in growing this um, this online store uh, to a point now where you know it's it's bringing on half the revenue, um, whereas a month ago it was only a quarter of our revenue, and so we're um, you know we're really thankful. That one, we're still in business, um, and we fit what is deemed an, an essential service because we do supply two supermarkets, and we're thankful that we had set up the um, infrastructure with our business so that we could all work remotely at home and and leverage off our logistics providers to to ship products to supermarkets and to consumers um, to their homes. Um, so so that's been a, a massive mental challenge for us. And then the other aspect is to to raise capital. So um, we're you know we're just about to publish our our um, our third clinical trial, and um, and with that we were looking to launch into the US and um, really you know attack uh, California and raise money to to launch into California. Um, but you know it looks like the US is on fire right now, and and no one wants to do anything over there. And so um, it's kind of for us we're really having to take a step back and reassess, and then make a plan for, you know, what is what does Arepa look like now and, and where are we going to be in the next three months, six months and twelve months. And so for us it's a it's a good time to um to plan and to reformulate because I don't think we're not going to head back to normal. I think normal does no long does no longer exist. Um, we're going to head back to something completely different that the world has never experienced. And I think that's going to be a lot more centric around um, uh, working from home slightly more than than what we were doing, and um, and and the and, and the shift towards buying online, and so um, and also the focus the you know there is a this inherent trend towards immune, immunity, um, so you know we're playing in a new game now, and it's it's a matter of of shifting um, and and catering uh, what we do uh, to this new this new world um, and this new market. Um, so it's a big challenge, um, but I think we're up for it. And I guess with all of that experience and going forward, um, like you say, we're, the new normal is going to be a lot different. Do you think that anyone will be able to start their own business or anyone can go and start their own business? Or do you think that you have to be a certain type of person that's up for that? Um, no, I don't think you need to be a certain type of person. Um, I think anyone can start their own business but whether people want to buy those products or services from that person is a is a whole other ball game um and it's really the understanding of what does the consumer want um is the key thing and then how can you provide that how can you solve that need um and provide that to that customer better than what is currently in existence so um you know i think um there's there's definitely a lot of opportunities out there, but there's definitely um, you know a lot of companies that are going under that we're seeing as well. So um, yeah, I think it's a it's an interesting time, and and you know in times of change, um, you know a lot of people, some people become successful and some people go under, and so yeah, it's just I think it's a matter of looking at you know what 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 do you want in this life, and what kind of impact do you want to make, and what are you going to do to create that impact? Mm. Yeah. And I think there was a huge gap in the market for um, a brand or a drink like Arepa a hundred percent. So that's really cool to see that that is coming through now. 
And I guess through founding this or co-founding, what has been your favorite part of doing that so far? Uh, getting to sleep in when I want to. <laughs> Flexibility, I would say, is nice. No, it's not. I definitely do not sleep in these <laughs> days. Um, I guess it's it's you know it's being in charge of my destiny, and although that is sometimes quite mm. scary, um, it's it's also you know having full control over you know what you know I want to do with my day, and also having this this it's 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 not a job. It's almost like a vice or a project where it's just something that I'm constantly, you know, thinking about and crafting and I'm passionate about. I think that's the mm. most enjoyable part is that I really am a hundred percent passionate about it. And, um, and, and that translated into me, you know, working in probably the case of my partner too much. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's, it's really just, being you know really quite passionate about what I do and and being thankful that I, I love what I do and, and I'm happy to I don't even think of it as work I just think of it as this craft that I'm working on yeah definitely and that's probably why you know it will be so successful because it comes from such a pure passion as well and I suppose aside from moving into a global market what other dreams do you have for Arepa? Well, our goal is to become the world's number one brain health and performance brand, um, and we want to, you know, feed this this brain, the, the the world brain in the modern world, and we want to, you know, positively impact um, neurological health and cognitive performance on a global scale. And we want to represent what's good in New Zealand on this world stage, um, and so we have some underlying, you know, performance goals and financial goals within that, but it really is. You know, if we were to become the, you know, the, the next Red Bull, but from New Zealand, you know, we'd be making a pretty massive impact on on mental health globally because every bottle that you consume of us, you know, you have this benefit of mental clarity that we've clinically proven, um, but also you get, you know, a rich dose of polyphenols that also helps with, um, you know, neurological health as well and long term brain health, and so. The more we can inject this, um, you know, these plants into uh, these, you know, these plant sources of, of food into um, the global population, I think uh, everyone's going to be a lot healthier and better off versus sugar and caffeine. Um, so that's the kind of the, the, the global um, aspiration. And then it's really to do what I set out to do, which was to, you know, scientifically prove, you know, that I could develop a, a drink that could you know, make you smarter and make you happier. And yeah, we've done clinical research at the the University of Auckland and we've managed to show that in our um, most recent study, we physically fatigued athletes and we've shown that we can increase their um, accuracy, their cognitive function and their reaction speed. And their accuracy was increased by up to seven and a half times more than the placebo. Um, so athletes mm. were sharper and, and, and cognitively functioning better than, than this taste match placebo. And we've, um, published the study, which is a first, uh, which, you know, I'm super stoked about. And we've, we've managed to receive have two patents that have been granted towards, you know, our formula increasing mental clarity. And then, and then probably what is the most heartwarming is, um, seeing these really warm reviews on, Facebook and and Google, um, people you know giving us five star reviews saying, "Hey, I genuinely feel the benefit 
um, you know, or my husband has dementia and he has uh, he's back to his normal self when he has your product or I suffer from chronic fatigue and I the brain fog lifts when I consume arepa and so you know like those are really those are the, those are the messages that keep us going you know when times are tough because it is tough trying to launch a um a product that hasn't really been developed you know there's no market like we're not heading into a market of brain drinks like we're the first brain drink in the mm. country and we're only a handful on the global stage and this new category of brain food or nootropics um is still quite new and so um those are the messages that that we receive and we know that yep we're we are onto something and the science is saying that that we're onto something so yeah and then and then outside of that it's probably um it's just more enabling us to to sell um, and to operate as a business. I know that you're a, a financial financially focused podcast, and did you want to talk at all about like how we've raised capital? Or I think that would be a really good point. How how you did raise capital? Yeah, if you'd like to go into that. Yeah, cool. So um, I guess it, it happens in stages, and and for us, we the the first set of um, angel investment, and they really truly are angels because you're standing on nothing like you don't have anything you've just got an idea and so they really need to believe in you and you know your market research to show yep there is an opportunity in the space but um really i need money to to start my business and so we got the first set of um uh, angel investment um through uh, uh zach's father and um and that enabled us to to go and approach this world-renowned neuroscientist to, to develop the the formula initially, and so um, uh, so you know there was a pretty big thing at the time, and then we, we put that money um, in, and and then uh, he he produced this formula, and so suddenly in terms of assets, um, you know my company had well our company had had an asset of this this forty-page report of this you know um, secret. Uh, formula for increased brain function and reduced stress, and and so this was this this, this asset that we had, and then we realised that um, uh, it contained two key to New Zealand ingredients, and um, and one of them was was pine bark extract, and there was only one company, or there is only one company in the country that manufactures and has all the IP on on New Zealand pine bark extract. And um, and so we we had already been speaking with them about saying, hey, I want to do this brain drink, and it's looking to use your ingredient, and um, and they were interested. And then we said that we were looking to approach this world-renowned neuroscientist, and he believes that it's probably going to contain your ingredient, and they were really excited. And then when the the news came back that um, it did, um, they were really interested, and and. We, I'd been speaking to them around doing a clinical study to to actually prove it, and, and they approached us and said, "Hey, you know, if you do do a clinical study, we would be interested in investing in you, um, so that you know we could you could fund your clinical study, and in return, um, it's it's adding value and science to our unique to New Zealand ingredient, this pine bark extract." And so, the next um, the next uh, round of investment that we did was to raise money for this clinical study. And it came from the one of our key ingredient suppliers, um, uh, which meant that we had um, now a key ingredient supplier as an investor, so that we were vertically integrated with our key raw material, 
So as we grow as a company, it makes so much sense because we know that we've got a secure supply chain and we know that we have, you know, protections around exclusivity and um, and transparency all the way back to where we source it from the, the pine forests. Um, and we have this, you know, this story and this integration with this really exciting nutraceutical company called Enzo Nutraceuticals that make this product called Enzogenal. Um, and for those that I'm not sure whether I've said this or not, but this this pine bark extract is, has been used traditionally in how we came across them as a natural alternative to Ritalin for ADD children. And so it's a really safe, powerful um, ingredient that helps to increase oxygen to the brain. And so, yeah, so we raised money from them to do a clinical study. And then when we had completed our first clinical study, we managed to show that we could reduce um, you know, aspects of nervousness and uncertainty. And it was a slightly different formula back then, and um, and the science was there, but it wasn't strong enough for us to, you know, really be confident. And so, but we had something, we had an inkling of something, and we knew that if we just made some small tweaks, we knew that we could get what we were after. And so, having that clinical study, the and 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 that vertical integration and investment from our key um, pine bark extract company enabled us to do a, a, a third investment round and bring on um, external capital from a, a venture capital fund um, and some friends and family who are kind of high net worth investors. And that enabled us to, you know, to, to do more research on our, on our, um, on our formula. And, um, and these are all really quite small, you know, $100,000, $200,000 rounds. And then, um, and then the, the most recent round that we've done um, we brought on our second key ingredient, which is New Zealand blackcurrants. And um, we, we've brought on one of the largest growers of blackcurrants in the country as, a, as an investor. And so, again, we have that really um, fantastic synergy of that vertical integration. We can understand you know, and trace you know, almost every bottle back to where the, the berry was grown, on the farm in Leeston, which is just outside of Christchurch in Canterbury, and we have this fantastic transparency and and um, and story around around where the ingredient comes from. And then we also know that we can again, when we if we scale and say if I don't know we met like land Whole Foods in the states, or suddenly everyone wants to buy us around the world, we are actually going to have enough of our raw material to supply the world because we've brought on the two largest, you know, players in, in, in this ingredient space. And so that's really how we've, we've done our investments is, is looking at what, who is the best added value investor to what our needs are at this current point in time. Um, and can we get them to invest? We haven't um, just focused on getting money. It's, it's money plus uh, added value. And that's been really quite important to us. And so mm. for this next phase in our in our evolution, we're looking to break into the US market. And so our next capital raise is going to be focusing on landing US-based investors that are experts in either online um, direct-to-consumer or beverage, um, you know, manufacturing, beverage retailing within the US because they are going to know and have much more um, connections and capability than we are within the US context and so would rather bring investment on from them than bring investment from a super loaded Kiwi who's got no experience in this space. 
because you know we 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 know what we um, can do, but we also know what we are going to be um, lacking in from a capability point of view. And so, bringing on that added value investment is going to de-risk our um, our our launch into a new market. Mm. Yeah, that's incredibly uh, incredibly interesting. I feel like you never hear about how that's done specifically, and especially how to like who to approach and who can add value and really thinking about it in that way as well. Um, cool. So I suppose lastly, wrapping up, I just wanted to ask you if for other people who are listening to this, they might think that where you're sitting in your position now seems really unrealistic for them. But, you know, once upon a time you were also in university studying, unsure what you were going to be, thinking you were going to be a DJ. What would you say to the people who are sitting in that position at the moment and might want to start um, a career or start their own business one day, but just aren't too sure. Yeah, I would say um, be a sponge and um, try and learn as much as you can in the space that you're wanting to get into. I would say network as much as possible, and um, I call it politely hustle. So you know, um, try and you know get in front of you know people who have been successful in the space that you're wanting to get into. And, and learn from them and, you know, kind of hypothesize, hey, so I'm thinking about this idea, you know, if you were to do this, what, you know, what, how would you do it or what would it look like from your perspective and get advice from them and then try and find a, a mentor that you can lean on or could be your first early stage investor to help support you through that initial, um, I guess, seeding and then launch of your business. And then don't quit your day job until you definitely – um, have that proof that your business can support you financially because there, and there is a bit of a jump and you are going to need to take a little bit of risk, but, um, you know, hold on to your day job for as long as you can, because, um, you know, having a guaranteed salary coming in is really quite a blessing and look to, you know, um, build your business up to a point where you can make that transition, even going down to part-time and it's a smoother process because, probably the, the biggest stress um, for most is financial and, and you don't want to be thinking about where you're going to, um, you know, how you're going to get your next meal while trying to run a business at the same time. So, um, and obviously you can um, fix that problem by raising the right capital. And if you, and the best way to raise the right capital is to get someone on board that knows um, finances and knows how to, understands how to raise capital the right way. Um and then I would also say, you know, um, when you build a business, think about uh, co the competition and think about if others were going to get into the space and look to copy me, how could they? And how could I protect what I'm doing so that no one else can do what I'm doing in my space? And what are the barriers? What other barriers could I build to create, uh, you know, a bigger treasure trove of, of intellectual property and protection around my business? Um, and that's what we've spent a lot of time on because, you know, anyone can, can do a kombucha, but no one can make arepa now. Mm, yep, definitely. And you spoke about uh, mentors before. Did you use those initial investors as your business mentors? Yeah, and they still are. So we have a board and those investors are primarily on the board and, and they are our um, first, you know, point of call from a, from a mentorship um, I have a couple of others um, that have helped uh, me in the past that I, I lean on um, depending on the, the topic 
Um, but yeah, I would I would definitely say you know um, you know you can learn a lot from people who have who've been been there and done that and and look to to leverage off them. Cool. Well, thank you, Angus, for coming on. Sorry, I know I've taken a little bit more of your time than I initially anticipated, but this has been um, extremely interesting and insightful for other people who um, might be interested in food and beverage world as well. So thank you for your time. No worries, Sarah. It's a pleasure to be on. Thanks for um, the opportunity. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you were able to take something valuable away. Um, be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at The One Up Project, and I'll catch you on the next one.